Cheryl Chupin and welcome back to Zero Correlation. Of course, of course, coming to you from my bathroom floor where all the magic happens. I really had a long week. Like everyone has long weeks. The weeks are long. Like who can we talk to about having a four day work week every week? I don't know. Who can we discuss this with? But really, I think I'm just wiped. Maybe it's like that winter blue setting in. I don't know. In New York this week, we had three beautiful days, like no coats, short sleeves, beautiful spring days. And then I got cold again. So it was a big tease. So that definitely, I think, helped everyone's, you know, lethargicness and whatnot. But spring, please come back. We are all waiting for you because winter's got to end. It's been too long and we're only in the middle of March. But I'm thank God it's the weekend. I feel so much better on the weekend. You know where to be, nothing to do, just to chill, you know, all the things. But I was talking to someone and they said that after last week when I spoke about friends and sex in the city that I should do my opinions on TV. Well, even though this is not a TV podcast and no one really cares about my TV opinions, even though I know premium content when I see it, because I'm all about premium content. Um, if you haven't watched Zach and Mia on Netflix, definitely watch it. Total tearjerker and amazing music. And then if you haven't watched Ginny and Georgia, what the hell are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your life? It's literally so good. Such a complex, like, mother-daughter, coming-of-age story. Totally fucked up in all the best ways, and you definitely should watch it. I'm not going to dissect any of them, because... I don't know if you all want to hear my thoughts on that, but definitely watch those two TV shows. They're premium, and we are all about premium content. I just, I don't know. I find that I find myself watching Netflix so much, and like sometimes like, oh, there's nothing to watch. But then if you really look, there is a lot to watch. So I guess my advice is if you feel like there's nothing on Netflix, just keep searching. And I don't know. I like TV because I feel like it's an escape from reality. Lately, all like my live shows, as much as I love them, the ones I watch weekly, I'm annoyed that like they all are talking about Corona. It's fucking annoying. Corona's happening in my real life and I go to TV for an escape from reality and to not have my real life. So I don't need my TV talking about COVID-19 and Corona and the pandemic. Like, I obviously know it's all of our reality, but that's the whole point of watching TV. I don't want to be in reality. I want my TV to be scandalous and tearjerkers and messed up and convoluted and all the above. So can all the TV networks really stop talking about Corona? It's just annoying Like, we know it's here, we know it's our reality, but I don't need it in my TV. So if anyone knows any TV executives, they can let them know that it's just not working for me and they really should cut that shit out. I I just, I don't know. That's the same way I read books. I read books because I want an escape from reality. Yes, sometimes I read nonfiction and yes, I read memoirs, which are real life. But overall, I like to read things that aren't real because no one wants to be in reality all the time. So if anyone can take Corona out of my TV, I'd super appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Okay, hear me out on this one. Trader Joe's, but on an app. Like if only Instacart had Trader Joe's on it. 
I love Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Well, I almost just said Trader Joe's. It could practically be that because that's literally where all the Jews in Manhattan shop. But really, I'm sure most of you love Trader Joe's also. It's where I do 95% of my shopping. They have the best prices, especially in Manhattan, the best snacks, the best hidden gems, legit the best of everything. I just could walk around there forever, which is great. But for the last year, since our dear, dear, dear friend Corona rocked the universe, you need to wait in the longest line to get into the store. Now, yes, Trader Joe's always had long checkout lines because like, hello, everyone loves Trader Joe's, but they are truly the masters in making that line move at lightning speed. How do they do it? Unclear. But again, not my point. My point is, is that was a line that you were ready for. You knew about and always moved fast. You were indoors. It was fine. You shopped along on the line, you know, what you could reach. And it was totally fine. But now there's a line to get into the store. So yes, people wait in the cold, in the heat, in the rain, and even in the snow to get into their beloved Trader Joe's. And yes, once you're in there, it's worth it. But that line is a killer. Literally, sometimes I've waited online like 30, 40 minutes. And you're like, wow, Cheryl, that's obscene. Why are you waiting that long to get into a grocery store? Because Trader Joe's is the best. And I would wait even longer if I had to. I'd be annoyed the whole time. And I'd be like tapping my foot impatiently while I'm on the line. But I would still do it because, hello, Trader Joe's. So really, why isn't Trader Joe's on an app yet? Like, it would be revolutionary. Truly, truly life-changing. And I know I am not just speaking for myself here. Please, Trader Joe's, I'm begging you. We're all begging you. Go on an app. I know you may be, you might be a bit reluctant. I know apps may seem scary at first, but I promise you, you'll get used to it. We've all been there. Well, most of us at least have been there. Getting on the apps isn't that bad. Just take the leap. We are all behind you and supporting you. You can do it. Like, really, you can. But in all seriousness, really, if anyone can make this happen, I and probably a whole lot of other people would truly, truly appreciate it. So please, somebody, I don't know, talk to your local Trader Joe's if you know anyone who works there, any of the executives. I'm all about reaching out to the executives this week. Please, someone, make it happen. Get Trader Joe's on an app. I'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate it. And let's be real. Everyone will truly appreciate it. Do you ever wish there was a backspace in life? Yes, like on the keyboard. Just backspace, 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 backspace. And your typo was fixed. Like you can go back and change the past. Go back and do things differently. I know I do. Even though my life is really so great, it is. And even though I'm so happy and everything's fallen into place for me after a super tough year, a tough year that we've all had, I'm still as emotionally unstable as an Ikea table. Like, if you know, you know. Your life can be so great and so happy and still be a complete and total mess. Because life is messy. And like I always say, humans are messy. Feelings and emotions are messy. They're really too complex for our human brains to fully understand and really grasp. 
But like I say, we're meant to be messy. That's the way we were created, to fuck up, to make mistakes, to be messy. So yeah, I really wish I had a backspace. Yes, I wish I didn't say that thing. Yes, I also wish I didn't send that text. Yes, I wish I didn't date that person, and we all have a that person. Yes, I wish I didn't blow up over something that really, in the grand scheme of things, isn't a big deal. But I did, and I can't take any of it back. This year has been so tough on all of us. It's a pandemic. We're all feeling it. It's not only you. It's not only me. And sometimes we think it's only us, but it's not. It's everyone. We're all going through this. And we're all always waiting for the right moment instead of living in the moment. We always think there's a tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll feel better tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. But that's bullshit. So no, do it now. Do it today because if this year has taught us anything and it's taught us a whole fucking lot, there's no backspace. There's no redo. We are halfway through March 2021. A year since the world shut down and really turned upside down. We can't backspace on the last year. We can't press a button and it will all disappear. That rhymed, but I didn't mean it for two. But ever since, every experience you have, the good or the bad or somewhere in between, every experience brings you to today and tomorrow and all the days after. So yes, Sometimes I really wish I had a backspace, like truly wish I had a backspace because I'm like a human who fucks up and we all fuck up. So I wish I could backspace. But ultimately, I'm really fucking happy I don't have one because all those fuck ups and all those things and all those people made you who you are today. So Yeah, sometimes I wish I had a backspace button, but ultimately, I'm really fucking happy I don't. My fifth grade girls asked me if I had a boyfriend this week, and I said, well, what do you think? And they said, yeah, because you're the age that someone gets a boyfriend. And I said, okay, well, how old do you think I am? And they were like, you know, the age someone has a boyfriend. So then I continued and I asked, okay, what age is that? They thought about it for a second and then they said, like 25, duh. Then they continued to say that like, you know, everyone has a boyfriend by 25. And if you don't have a boyfriend by 25, that's like not good news for your life. They also continue to tell me that I'm pretty, so obviously I have a boyfriend because, duh, everyone who is pretty is in a relationship. So I was like, um, okay, sure, sure, that makes sense. Man, to only be a fifth grader again and to have that life and have that mindset. But we settled it with, I'm not sharing my personal life with you, and maybe I'll tell you my age and my relationship status on the last day of school. These conversations I have with these kids are just too much sometimes and just too funny. Like, really? They're hysterical. And it's crazy because I've grown such an attachment to them, the girls and the conversations. And I know they're obnoxious a lot of the times, but they're in fifth grade, 10, turning 11. 
their minds are all over the place. They are all over the place. And as much as they are little shits sometimes, I really do love them. Well, most of the time, I really do love them. But it's crazy how attached I am to them in such a short amount of time. If a year ago you told me I'd be teaching 4th and 5th grade girls, I would have told you you were crazy. If a year ago you told me I'd be a teacher at all, I would have told you that you're crazy. If a year ago you told me I wouldn't be working in finance for the rest of my life, I would have told you you're crazy. If a year ago you would have told me I was going to make a huge career change, I would have told you you're crazy. If a year ago you would have told me I would have gone back to school and gotten my paralegal certificate, yep, you guessed it, I would have told you you're crazy. A year ago, I went to my last indoor soul cycle class. Well, a year ago yesterday, March 14th. My last regular activity. The last real, and I put this in quotes, normal thing, I did. And I just keep reflecting on where I was a year ago and where I am today. I never thought I'd be where I am. I never, never thought I'd be dodging personal life questions about my boyfriend from my fifth grade girls. But as life has shown us, here we fucking are. Life takes you to weird places sometimes. Because that's the thing about life. It's weird. It's really fucking weird. It's unpredictable. It's super fucking perplexing. Perplexing, perplexed, always the best word. It's scary. It's wild. It's exciting. It's thrilling. It's really a roller coaster. Honestly, it's, life is more than words can explain most of the time. But something that I try to remember and I try to, you know, hold on to at all times is that life is going exactly the way it's supposed to be. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. So yeah, life is messy. Humans are messy. Emotions are messy. We're all a fucking mess. But we're all really where we have to be and where we're meant to be. So even though this year has been atrocious on so many levels, I wouldn't backspace it. I wouldn't take any of it back. Because I'm really fucking happy that we're here. Right here. Exactly where we're meant to be. You know that music. It's Cher Slane time. I'm, I still think it's my favorite part of the pod, even though since I returned to the pod, I've been a little more introspective and a little more, I guess, open and honest and real. Even though I'm always real, I feel like I've been a little more raw. Um, this week's share splain is freckling. And again, if you don't remember what share splain is, give you a definition I find, give you their definition, my definition, and if I have an attached story. This week is freckling. Freckling is if someone pops into your dating life when the weather is nice and then vanishes when it gets cold. They are freckling. You know, like in the sun in the summer, freckles pop up on your face and your body if you have freckles. So really, it's the anti-cuffing season because cuffing season is when someone pops up and comes around and gets a significant other or 
a fuck buddy or whatever when it's cold outside. So this is the opposite. The weather is nice. The weather is beautiful. And they just want someone to do fun activities with. It's bullshit. Honestly, like, if you want to be with someone, be with them all the fucking time. When it's hot, when it's cold, when it's raining, when it's snowing, when you're in a bad mood, when you're in a good mood, when they're in a bad mood, when they're in a good mood. Really? All the fucking time. Because that's what it is to be with someone. You're there. You show up all the time. I hate this, like, half crap. Like, when people, and myself included, have settled for, like, half relationships and, like, half support, it's really bullshit. Like, you need to be in all the way, all the time. That's it. I don't get it. Freckling is a great word. Freckles are great. I get them a lot in the summer. Um, Recently, someone started calling me Freckles. I don't know. Cute nickname. I'll go for it. It's funny because back in like the olden days, freckles were like frowned upon and people tried to cover them up. And they said that like if you had freckles, you were like, I don't know, like a child of Satan, which I'm not saying I'm not because, you know, me and Satan are BFF jokes, jokes. But it's just funny because it used to be something that people tried to hide and something that, you know, made you weird. But I love freckles. So when I saw the term freckling, I had to use it and I had to talk about it. But be in all the time, people. Life is short. If you like someone, tell them. If you love someone, tell them. If you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, just fucking do it. Be in. Be all in. That's all I got for this week. So as always, drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your hands, do your squats, and as always, stay far, far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation coming to you as always from my bathroom floor. Thanks for listening.